0: You are about to listen to Richard Herring's Nestor Square Theatre Podcast with me, Richard Herring. It is a free podcast. And we've given out... 100, this is the 45th one we've given out, not even including the little bonus extra ones. So that is a lot of entertainment right there for you. If you would like to contribute financially, that would really help us make future uh, projects come to life. Uh, like a video version of ads that occurs to me which I'd like to do every month if possible if we can get enough funding but we're relying on you uh, to give as little as a pound uh, just a one-off payment or a pound a month would be fantastic if you go to www.gofasterstripe.com rhlstp5 you can find out all the different ways you could contribute how you can help us uh, make lots of other stuff you really don't have to give very much, and it would make a massive difference. Or check out richardherring.com for my gigs and my Edinburgh Fringe appearances uh, and my tours. Thank you very much. Now, enjoy the last in this fifth series of Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre because. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man trying out his new Frank Sidebottom tribute act. It's Richard Herring. <laughs> Richard Herring. I, I, am, I am Richard Herring. Uh, hello, welcome to. You'd have to watch the, buy the video to see what that was about. Uh, welcome to Richard Herring's Letter Square Theatre Podcaster, as all the cool kids are calling it, Rehel Wow, you are much better than last week's audience. I've been. Some, this is the second time this has happened. Someone sent me uh, a, a mask of my own face, Just slightly creepy. John Ronson's just back saying that doesn't look like you though. What's happened? And I said, well, it's disembodied head with no eyes in it. It's not like uh, it's wwwmask uh, But they, they, they sent me one before and there was no explanation of what it was when I was in uh, Wolverhampton. I thought it, it was actually quite threatening when that arrived with no ex- <laughs> just that arriving through the post. <laughs> but apparently I'm meant to sign it. Well, I've signed the other one and sent it back, but this is, uh, this is uh, I, don't, I don't think I want that. I'm going to give that to the butlers uh, for their, for their attendance. They've attended many times. Maybe next time you're butling, you know, you can put that on, pretend your boss, whoever that may be, you'll go, oh my goodness, it's Richard Herring has come in butling, because I am aware of his work. Uh, they're butlers, that's their actual butler, they're bona fide but- Oh, where have you all come from? <laughs> there was no one here, and now they're all here. What's on, so that was? Uh, what's what's been going on? Where were you? That's right. You were in the three. You've just moved up. So you've nicked the seats. They aren't your seats. Have you nicked the seats as well? No, they, wouldn't we were supposed be. Be. they wouldn't let you through because you were late. Yeah. yeah, good. Yeah, fuck you. Three minutes It's three minutes, isn't it? You can't come, <laughs> can't come blundering through here like a bull in the china shop. They were here on time, weren't you? Just why? All the way. Have you been getting up to? Have you? You dildos. Uh, what's, your, uh, what's your name? Helen. Helen. What, do, what do you do for a living, Helen, apart from being late? <laughs> do you turn up at work this late? <laughs> three minutes. An You're an accountant. Well, you know, you should know about counting, shouldn't you? <laughs> and what numbers and time. Jet lagged. You're jet-lagged. Yeah. But no accountant travels. You're an international accountant. <laughs> you know, just, been, just been on holiday. Point. Where did you go on holiday? Point. You went up The Mauritius, I've been there. The And that's nice, I've been to Mauritius, 40th. That's where the dodo comes from. Did you see any dodos? They're dead. dead. Are they, though? (laughs) Have you ever seen a dodo? I've seen one in the Pitt Rivers Museum in Oxford. There's a lot of dodos in Jersey. Well, fucking hell, she is mental. You've turned 40. What's your name? Frank, ah, oh, 40, hey, I wish I was 40 again, I really do. I got very upset about it at the time, but I, what I didn't appreciate was that I would get older than that. <laughs> and uh, it's much, much worse. It's really bad, 40 is fantastic. When you get to 46, honestly, everything stops working. I can't get erections anymore. I can't, no, no, when, I tr- when I try to ejaculate, nothing comes out the end, just a, a puff of dust comes out the end. So, your testicles get really massive and they kind of. If, they come, if I took my trousers off, they'd be right down. The gravity takes this effect. So, what I'm saying, enjoy being 40. Why well, you can still. why well, you can still. It is something you look, don't look forward to. It's awful. Uh, what'd you do? You're an accountant as well. Yeah. Are you? Did you meet at work? No. Did you like the way. Did you like a spreadsheet? <laughs> <Is> that, no. <laughs> You've a great face there, I wish I'd been there uh, filming that, never mind. No, what happened? How did you get together? Accountancy College. Okay, it's Accountancy College, so you're there together, bright young things looking forward. Anything, we could do anything in this world, as long as it involves Accountancy. <laughs> <laughs> how old were you when you met? You've been, when you were t- teenagers or you, were, like, you went later? You, how long have you been together? 12 years ago, so you know, mature students. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, sort of mature, Frank, aren't I? No, not very mature, that's good. Everyone's gone quiet now, it's, turned, it's just turned into a converse, conversation between a man and two accountants now, which is, which is all fine, but no-one wants to pay to see that, do they? So... <laughs> and uh, I, think I'll, I think I'll get my guest on. I should get him on, because he's very funny, and... Uh, this is not that funny. <laughs> so this... <laughs> this is the last of the series, it's unbelievable. Been a, it's been It felt like a fucking long series. Uh, we've only done six weeks. Oh, I've given it away. Uh, the, <laughs> there are 12 altogether. It's not doing too bad. Uh, so we saved, we've literally saved, the probably fourth best till last. He <laughs> is best known. That's good out of 12. That's pretty good. We'll re-evaluate it at the end of the interview. <laughs> He is probably best known from appearing in an Ikea advert in Poland. That is probably why most people are here. But he is also ringer from the day they came to suck out our brains. Will you please welcome Nick Helm, ladies and gentlemen! Nick Helm. Welcome along. How are you doing? How are you? Pick up a mic, make yourself at home. Hello. Hello. You're right. Yeah, I'm all right. Good. Good. Uh, tell us a bit about the uh, IKEA ad that you uh, appeared in in Poland. Uh,
1: yeah, I did uh, an IKEA ad in
0: Poland. Um, that's what everyone knows you are from. That's what everyone. That's, my, that's my, what, that's my, what my, everyone shouts
1: <laughs> in the cheat at me and say, "Do the lines from the IKEA ad." Alejka, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, so I went. Uh, I didn't have any money. Yeah. And that no was uh, judging you. Yeah, no, but I think now I wouldn't have done it. Okay. But it was better than the gambling ad I did. So. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I didn't have any money, and so um, I went for auditions. to uh, This street, actually, outside the uh, Leicester Square Theatre, so yeah. just outside here. There's like a casting agency, uh, spotlight. spotlight. And I went in and uh, I did an audition uh, in English. Yeah. And. Uh, and that went fine. And then I did another I didn't get you to be like improvise and do stuff. I yeah. did stuff and it was fine. And then uh, they said, Great, you got a part and I was like, Great. And they said you gotta to go to Poland to film it. And I was like, Okay. Uh, and it was winter and um yeah, so I went out to Poland and I'd never really been away at that point <laughs> in my life. And uh and uh, so I went out to Poland. They threw me out at, like, at mm, like, 5 o'clock in the evening, afternoon, and I got there, and then I had the costume fitting, and then halfway through uh, the costume fitting, I heard people talking. It was all Polish crew, and I heard them talking. And it, and, and I overheard something about the fact that I'd be speaking in Polish tomorrow. And um, And I'm not... <laughs> I'm not Polish <laughs> and and, uh, and I've never been good at languages No, and I, I, like, uh, and if I had been good at languages at school I still wouldn't be good at Polish because no one ever studies Polish <laughs> and uh, so I said what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> uh, you know, at, uh, and uh, they said yeah you're going to be talking so I got them all to spell it out phonetically for Netanyahu. right and, and I spent all night learning it. And uh, it was Polish winter and there were snow banks that were about 10 feet tall. Well, but I'm not fucking... They were, like, taller than me. They were huge snow banks up and down the street. But we were filming as if it was autumn. And... Um, and uh, or maybe spring, but not summer. And... Uh, <laughs> and so my costume that they gave me was they gave me, like, this little... Um, cotton t-shirt and kind of like a a camouflage cotton vest like jacket type thing and uh, and they'd just cleared the 10 feet of pavement that I was going to be standing off snow and there was snow everywhere else except for the bit that I was standing on wearing (laughs) spring clothing and everyone else was wearing uh, kind of like you couldn't, you couldn't give. To, I wouldn't recognise anyone because they all had scarves over their faces and hats all down there. And I just remember, that, like it was just fucking cold. They had like a, a, a like a food table over there with like jam donuts on and kind of coke, uh, co- Coca Cola, and. Uh, and the jam donuts, the jam in the donuts had frozen solid, right? And it was just the fucking coldest I've ever fucking been, right? And like, in between each take, they'd put a jacket around me and the idea is that I'm in the street and uh, my girlfriend's dumped me and she's thrown all my clothes out, but she's thrown them like they've been itemised in my wardrobe. It's funny.
2: And, um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you had to be there and, uh, and uh, so, so they were all kind of like so in between each take they'd kind of put a jacket around me and a hat on me but because they put a hat on me they'd take the hat off and then redo my hair so it was pointless them doing that anyway, and, um, and what they'd do is they'd give me ice to chew on yeah. and the, and I was just reasoning that the reason they're giving me ice to chew on it's, it's a Polish thing because it's so cold out there that what is, if you chew on ice it lowers your body temperature so that you feel the cold less. I thought this is fucking genius, and then I realised it was just so they couldn't see my breath on film. This right? <laughs> like you fucking cunt. Right? And every time, I'd like all all morning I've been like chewing ice and they'd all been wincing at me, and then at the end of it there was a bit and it was like the punchline of the thing is that oh. Um, she's uh, she, she's thrown all his clothes out, and now she's going to start on the CDs. And there was a fucking guy up a stepladder that was like hurling at me like <laughs> like ninja stars, right? <laughs> and I actually had to like literally, they were like missing my head and exploding on the cars behind me. <laughs> and then uh, and i finished filming, and then they went to do the interiors, and I sort of said, Well, I'm going to go now. <laughs> and they said, Yeah so I got a taxi to my hotel and then I went to the airport and came home <laughs> nobody said goodbye to me it was like Aww. it was literally just like you fucking kidding right I just yeah so, I mean, rude. thanks for bringing that up, Rich. Rude,
0: <laughs> rude Polish people, they're very yeah, but rude. but it was, it,
1: was really, it was really bizarre. They phoned me on my way home and said, oh, you, oh, Sorry, there's been like a, a mistake and we didn't mean you for,
0: to just go. Yeah. There's a fruit well, basket waiting for you. There's well, some free IKEA furniture to take home with you. It's flat yeah. pack.
1: But it was, um, it was, and then in the end, oh, I had to learn Polish, so I said some Polish. I said, yeah. uh, Aleko Kania. Mieszka, szep yeah. and uh, just like surpriusum is the word and it begins with p but it sounds like it begins with s and yeah. so i said surpriusum like, and they said no it's p Put, push, priyashim. So I go, push, priyashim. And they go, no, 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 listen to me. Shapriyashim. I'm like, yeah, okay, all right, shapriyashim. They said, no, it's got with, with a P. Put, push, priyashim. It's like, yeah, yeah, push, yeah. priyashim. No, no, listen to me. Shapriyashim. That's what I'm doing, shapriyashim. So I'm like, put, push, priyashim. Yeah, that's what I'm doing, push, priyashim. No, listen to me. Shapriyashim. And be like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Shapriyashim. And like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Shapriyashim. No, listen to me. P- with a P. With a P. P- him, surprise him. Then they dubbed me.
0: They dubbed me. So that was it. Why didn't they just uh, get a Polish man to... Why didn't they just get a Polish man? Why didn't they just get a Polish man? There must be, Polish. There must be a lot of Polish men who look like you, as so if they wanted that look.
1: Why did nobody officially tell me at any
0: point that I had to speak Polish? I mean, it's not funny, but why? <laughs> did you ever see, Did you ever see the actual Finnish advert? Yeah, it could, it I did. Could have been like, I was did. dubbed. I was oh, yeah. dubbed.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it's weird because I'm speaking in Polish. <laughs> and did
0: they did the dubbed man sound like you, or was he? No, it was quite deep. And <laughs> not uh, <laughs> With a P. Yeah, w Praszym, P-try-shum. P-try-shum. What does it mean? Uh, it means Mouse, I'm sorry. It's mouse, I'm sorry?
1: Yeah, like an affectionate Mouskar, surprise shop, uh, with a penny, surprise <laughs> <laughs> It's an affectionate mi- nickname.
0: <laughs> Good. So, uh, you know, often that first question doesn't lead to much. Well, per- can I that is, uh, that's. <laughs> That's where the gold, you get the gold by discovering the obscure... You're, that's list, that listed on your uh, your agent's list That and one of your achievements on, on their website. So If they didn't do that, I wouldn't know about it.
1: Everyone was talking about it. I, I
0: can't find it,
1: though. I wanted to use it for something. I wouldn't right. so like, say that I used to have a... Start off at one of my shows with, I used to have a Polish girlfriend, but it didn't work out, and then do the show, and at the end I'd show this thing. And it would be a really emotional show that led i 'm glad i didn't do it no, that's <laughs> I but think I everyone's couldn't... in that would be Imagine <laughs> that would the... be amazing i couldn't find it i couldn't, i couldn't find it online so mm. oh. so if you can find it then if
0: it's there good. any uh, Pol- Polish people listening and uh, you know if they're the polite Polish people that there are many of yeah <laughs> from judging from that story uh, then please send it. So, uh, there some, so pe- some Polish people in because they were just booing me, which is not very polite, so that is <laughs> just proving my point. Um, so uh, I'm going to get straight into this because I think this might take up the rest of the podcast. Uh, I, each week I've been looking at uh, the Dirty Britcom Confessions website. Have you Are you aware
1: of this website? Someone uh, emailed me about it on... Um they texted me about it on Thursday. Oh, did they? But because uh, they texted me, the link on my phone didn't work oh, properly, good. and so I'd, all I got was, all I managed to read was, yeah. I'd like to stick my finger in Nick Helm's belly button and twirl it
0: around. Yes. And that made me sick, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> Very few things, yeah. I was, These are fans' confessions. That is one. I want to put my finger in uh, Nick Helm's belly button and then twirl it. Yeah. Can I uh, give, that, can I give yeah. it a go? Just, Just see what that would be like. We you don't have to, if you don't want it. I mean, you. you can. I've got a really deep. Um, that's, I guess that's I've why. Got, I'm practically hermaphrodite. I've, um, got, I've got very short fingers. you think that. Will I lose a finger in there? It, it could be the belly button that travels through time. This it could going, be where. I mean, this is degrading, isn't yeah. it? I, I think mean,
1: it's you didn't. You, you did. Uh, you, you did student gig, and you took your trousers off, and then you quit stand up. after did, that, didn't yeah. you? And then you came back. to, Well,
0: this could be. This could be the same. Let's have a look. Do we? Can we do it, do it to, in to, private? I mean, that's worse
1: in, in a way, private. isn't it? It's like not in front of the others. <laughs> <laughs> this is really a thing for two. I don't
0: think either of us want to do. You're going to finger fuck my belly button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the person who wrote that will then get to watch this and masturbate while they, while they... But they might be going, I don't want Richard Herring's stubby little fingers in there. I get a lot of belly button
1: fluff as well. Do you? That's all right. Well, how, where does that come from? I did a routine about it, but I still never got down to it. It comes off your clothes. Yeah, but like, all of your clothes <laughs> and all of your hairs do like hand-to-hand kind of thing and they yeah. pass all the bits of fluff all the you way do. down and then you store it here. Yeah. Is that what you're saying happens? Because that's mental, Richard.
0: I've only got, it's like a little pube in there, that's all It's a belly pube Look, we both got quite hairy bellies. I've shown mine. I've got a, it's not a no, pube no. though, is it? No. Well, Unless one
1: you, of your little body hairs have gone <laughs> yank and then, and if you can train it to do that,
0: yeah. then. Let's just do, so, let's just, <laughs> let's not prolong this any longer. Because to be honest, this is the least of our worries. All oh, right, give me, give me both barrels. Oh, I
1: know it's deep. <laughs> Fuck off! I'm just going along with this, because I don't want to be the prick in the room, all right? <laughs> if Richard doing says, let me finger fuck your belly button, right? Just, right it's a fucking it's a it's a fucking podcast, right? <laughs> right? He's asked to do this. I haven't volunteered this, all right? So We're, don't you all fucking <laughs> reel in disgust that like there's nothing fucking wrong
0: with you? <laughs> Come on, let's do it, we'll do it. I'm not sure I want to
1: (laughs) now. Now fuck me.
0: (laughs) I should watch it. It's quite sweaty in there at the moment. Very sweaty. I'm wearing thermals and knitwear. It was not nice, and it was really deep. It was deep. I didn't even. It was like the uh, the back of the cupboard in the line the witch in the wardrobe. I didn't even get. I Didn't I feel actually, too much twirling, Rich. Didn't I think, feel too much twirling. I might actually have got into his mother's uterus there. <laughs> um. Leave Gene out of this. <laughs> that was just one of the... There are many, many of yours. Uh, many fantasies, which I think is interesting. It's Like with Greg Davies, there were similarly uh, elaborate fantasies for Greg. I think that there's a certain type of comedian who elicits certain... Feelings in people, and I think you and Nick, and you and sorry, you and Greg are, are, are similar in this. Oh, yours are better than his. I need Nick Helm to shout into my vagina <laughs> once. Um... <laughs> Have you met this woman? No, I haven't. I
1: haven't. I haven't. Oh, but, um, once uh, there was a girl that... Uh, this was, like, years ago, but once there was a... girl, I don't know.
0: Yeah. We can always edit that. Hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. I've learned a technique from John Ronson. Oh, but, go oh, no, go, no, go, on. On. go on. But I can't I oh, on. possibly tell you, this. Oh, go on, go on. <laughs> <laughs> All right! <laughs> Uh,
1: once, yeah, once years ago, uh, this, uh, this girl had seen me on stage and uh, she was uh, visibly excited to have met me. Yeah. And she said, uh, shout at me. And I'm not really like that off stage, and I panicked. And I said, I'm going to shout your clip off. And, um
0: <laughs> so a word of warning. <laughs> I don't think mean- it. The idea of shouting... And I did! (laughs) So... It's not the most... The image it conjures up is like of a cavern of some kind, that's the problem. (laughs) Imagine imagine this woman's going to open her legs, you shout it, it's going to echo around (laughs) this massive cavernous space. Is is
2: anybody there? (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: not the most flattering thing, okay? This one starts badly for you. (laughs) But then then becomes interesting. I, I really... I really hated Nick Helm for so long. <laughs> Mum? <laughs> but... Wait. But ever since he was in Dictionary Corner on 8 out of 10 cats to Countdown and sang to Susie Dent, I've just wanted to shag him. Mum! Um... <laughs>
1: yeah uh, that's that's. I mean what do you say to that
0: yes Best please <laughs> also Susie would be more than welcome to join in <laughs> <laughs> what did you sing to Susie Demp
1: it depends what I, did, I, I did it twice did it? so yeah in one night <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I sung twice uh, yeah. I sang it on two occasions I sung one song I sung then. I can't remember. I, I think I sang Don't Fall In Love With Me once, yeah. which is a song that I've written. And then I sung another song that I wrote especially for her the second time because they wanted me to do another song, and I sung a song called um, Susie. That's not... So you're just going to... I mean, there's no way of contacting them back to find out exactly what they <laughs> you just want you to do in order to make that happen, is there?
0: It's so. amazing that the power of song has turned hate into lust. Not really. I mean, you know, that's why
1: it's so popular.
0: OK, I suppose... <laughs> That way all pop stars start because they think everyone hates them and then they start singing
1: oh. Most pop stars start because they're all singers start because they want to get a show don't they? Yeah that's the, that's the running theme with every. I read <laughs> autobiographies
0: and that is the running theme that <laughs> yeah. they all wanted to have sex at some yeah. point Yeah that is true Well, there's someone who wants to have sex with you, so it's worked for you. I
1: hated Nick Helm for so long.
0: (laughs) For so long, you haven't even been going that long. So that must be like someone who's found you very early in your career. God, I hate him. And not only just I hate him, I'm going to hate him. I'm going to track him down and keep hating him (laughs) until he's on TV. And if he's on Countdown, I might like him. (laughs) OK. I dream of licking and kissing Nick Helm's hairy belly. And I I think we have to yes, we have uh, to do I think we have to do it, not we? Just to see
1: I've been a big fan of yours for years, so this is a dream come true. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> I did it I don't mind kissing it, it's the This licking. is fucking degrading. <laughs> <laughs> for who though? For which of us is more degraded Nobody by wins. licking your belly. <laughs>
1: Nobody wins, but, um but
0: That's just a kiss. Mm. Oh. You wait till the one that comes after the next one. <laughs>
1: oh. oh, God.
0: Um, See, so yeah, this agenda, that was hot, that was so... Uh, that, wasn't, that
1: wasn't that bad. I mean... <laughs>
0: It wasn't. It wasn't. It It wasn't that good. (laughs) It wasn't
1: that good. Why are
0: people obsessed with the the bellies? Because they're cunts.
1: Because everyone judges you on fucking face value or belly value.
0: Okay. Uh, I'll I'll whisk through the rest. I want Nick Helm to destroy me. seems awful. This is... I'm not going to do this. <laughs> destroy me. This next one. Don't, I'm not going to allow you to destroy me, nor am I going to do this one. I just want to pull Nick Ham's pants down when he's on stage and give him a good spanking. You want to do that? <laughs> not really. No. And then on a theme, I've recently developed a kink for hairy men. I fantasize about lying naked on a massive bed with velvet sheets. So nice, I like the little details like that. This is nice. And then having this Joe Wilkinson, <laughs> Nick Helm, and David O'Doherty rub their, <laughs> rub their beards on me. This actually happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> we would then proceed to have an orgy. Yeah. Like, That's where the beards come in, <laughs> for mopping up afterwards. It's great. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> off. Also, I haven't so, brought this up! Uh, uh, who proceeds to have an orgy? We would then proceed to have an orgy. <laughs> We'd then have an orgy, well, let, now let's proceed <laughs> to the orgy stage of this, uh, in the jacuzzi and afterwards shower together. <laughs> We'd have the orgy and the jacuzzi. Yeah, and then you'd Not have a shower. What well. about
1: nice velvet sheets going
0: to waste? <laughs> They're all back there. They've got beard hair what all
1: you, over them. Velvet's got one of them textures, though, that kind of is a bit of a turn-off sometimes, isn't it? It depends which
0: way you rub it. Like penises. <laughs> the only velvet thing I've got in my house is that toilet paper. So that doesn't...
1: Bloody hell, you must have to wash that every
0: time. <laughs> <You do. laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, talk about uh, your career, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> it's going very well, going extremely well. Uh, I've been very, very much enjoying uh, Uncle. Ah, some fans of Uncle in we're not in America, though, are we? So no, they are like that. that's why it was quite a half-hearted. Year, <laughs> <so>. Yay! <laughs> But it's very good. In fact, I think it's one of the uh, best comes uh, to come out of the United Kingdom in quite a little while. That is my personal view. That's very nice yeah, view. Well, of I've think. licked your stomach now. It's got to be much. nice, but, it's, uh, yeah, but <laughs> it's very good, it's very strong. I, I'm slightly annoyed because I had an idea that I wanted to write for you, and well, I've had a couple of ideas that I want to write for you. I want to write loads of things for you, and you're getting too successful now. Uh, I oh, ro- no, I'm not, okay. no, I'm not. But I had an idea that I think you would have been grateful about a uh, lay about uncle who doesn't really have any relationships and doesn't do anything. So far, it's sounding quite like uncle. <laughs> uh, but the difference is, uh, in my sitcom, that he then becomes pregnant somehow. <laughs> so
1: that's like... I started mixing the thing that I've already done yeah. with my favourite film, Junior. Yeah,
0: it's, it's similar, but I kind of... Because I used to... Uh, we have a similar build, uh, you're a little taller than I am, but I was, I've always had a little bit of a tummy, and when, I was, when my nephews and nieces were young, I would pretend that I was pregnant. I'd go, that, so, you know, I'd, I'd make it kick and stuff like I've lost so much weight, it doesn't really work now. And, uh, <laughs> And so I, I, then I thought it'd be funny to do a sitcom about a, you know, a guy who's like that, who doesn't want to have kids and hasn't got married, who then becomes... <laughs> somehow becomes pregnant by some... You know, sometimes, like, um, some fish and stuff can change sex, can't they? and have yeah. It's part of the mystery of how he became pregnant, to be honest, but then he has to bring up this uh, child that is uh, on his own. Would you like to do that? <laughs> we could just do it in the second series of Uncle, if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> this is really
1: unprofessional and is I've told you before that you should go through my aging <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'm annoyed because I don't think I can do that now uh, oh, yeah, I had
1: a similar idea for uncle before yeah. uncle was written by someone else yeah. uncle was written by someone else I didn't write uncle okay good <laughs> stop asking me for parts <laughs> yeah. oh, don't write it um, yeah so I had a similar idea yeah. which was basically a, about me corrupting a young child yeah BBC weren't up for it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> could I be an uncle? I could be your uncle in uncle. Yeah. We yeah, could call yeah. uncle's we could do one called Uncle's Uncle. Let's and I'm it. pregnant yeah. and then you have to help me look after you have to help me look after the baby because I can't cope with it. It's sort of similar to Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah. sighs> so you're not allowed to be rude in front of the actual child, though, is that right? In the, mm. in, the in the yeah, show? we're not allowed to swear. Um, yeah. So the show is the. the I think
1: um, I play an uncle. I don't know if anyone's picked up on that uh, If you haven't seen it, uh, I play an uncle of a. Uh, I think he, we did the pilot. He was eleven, and when we did the series, we had to refilm the pilot because he'd grown and so would I and, uh, uh, yeah and so he's like this 11 year old 12 year old kid Yeah. and I'm his crap uncle and that is <laughs> as funny as it gets so don't bother if you have ever seen it it's, it's, it's and uh, yeah so this guy called Oliver Mishlin wrote it and uh, yeah so I um, uh, in the first series in, in, in when we did the pilot for Channel 4 it was before like all of this Uh, stuff had happened
0: you know. I'm aware of the stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, We yeah. So um so with you know, with you know. Um you're you're looking at me like you don't know, right? (laughs) But you know, you know. All of the There's been some stuff in the news. There's been some stuff in the news over the last you know, the (laughs)
0: Have you been reading the news? Yeah, the stuff in the news. Yeah, she's aware we're all aware of the news. I mean you know what I'm talking about I'm just worried about what the series used to be before <laughs> before, before that came out ruined it it was no, all I'm, about no. everyone just having sex with the kid it was very funny <laughs>
2: And then that comes his along. His mum was
0: fine with... Jimmy Savile, Jimmy Savile, yeah? yeah?
1: Yeah, brilliant. Okay, good. Um, yeah, the, you know, so when we filmed the pilot, the, things were a lot more relaxed around kids and, uh, and we'd swear a bit and it was fine. And his mum was there and it was yeah. all right. And then uh, when we moved over to BBC, uh, things had been a little bit tough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they would clamped down on some things. Um, <laughs> I'd say they're shutting the door after the horse. The horse has
2: bolted there. <laughs> it's
1: just like you know, why should I suffer for the sins of our forefathers? <laughs> um, so we yeah, we weren't allowed uh, to swear or you know, uh, there's no s- uh, sexual references or drugs or uh, drug references, I should say. Uh, <laughs> Uh, We did drugs in front of him. (laughs) Uh, We just weren't allowed to talk about (laughs) them. and uh and it was, it was it was a bit of a shame because when we did the when we did the pilot we had a long scene where I was in the car and basically we were sat in a car together and there was like crew but they were all kind of like 20 feet away and we were all mic'd up and we would have to spend hours in this car and we got on really well and we'd kind of like you know and we were on this bless you we we're on this uh, <laughs> we we're on this low loader and which is like a, a Truck, you know, it's kind of like a trailer because I can't drive, but it wouldn't matter anyway.
0: Um, yeah, they when you're filming, if you're driving scenes, they often just put you on a little so you don't have to worry about driving. They drive you around in like a
1: lap and you go round and round and you film it all. And we did that, and we'd just swear oh, that he swears, he swears a lot. You
0: know, (laughs) have you learned any swear words from him that you didn't know? Has he corrupted you? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I didn't I didn't know the word fuck before I met him. <laughs> Um I didn't know the cunt word. It was uh, so he, yeah, so he's he was he used to swear but so now it's got to the point where you're not allowed to swear in front of him. I didn't swear in front of him once. No. For the I swear a lot. And I didn't swear in front of him for an entire seven weeks. And I was really proud of myself. I did that that well. But him and his mum used to swear a lot in front of me to taunt me about how I'm not allowed... Because it would get shut down from compliance. And no one on the set was allowed to swear in front of him. And so if I had a a swearing scene, what would happen is I'd do the scene in the car and we'd have a clean script and I would kind of like not swear in front of the kid. And then uh, uh, Elliot is the kid and uh, he'd be taken out. And then... And his mum would be repli- his mum would replace him because she was the same height, and she would she would wear a wig <laughs> and his costume, and uh, and then you'd be able to swear in front of her. So every time there's a scene and it's me and the kid and I'm swearing, uh, and it's a close up of me and I'm swearing at the kid, I'm acting against. Uh, a 30 something year old, it was like the end of um, Don't Look Now. <laughs> <Yeah. Right>? <laughs> 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 but um, but I'm acting against something that isn't the kid looks a bit like the kid <laughs> until she turns around and you go ah right <laughs> so what I guess to the moral of this story is that I'm an amazing actor <laughs> <laughs> I did really well with that yeah so I, I've never acted before but yeah you're not allowed so they just wheel her they wheel him out wheel her in and then,
0: have you not you've really, really not because you are very good at it you're the act, but you've done like I've seen you do little plays and stuff on uh, so I, I think you stink that's kind of acting wasn't it Mm. That is what Sort of. Yeah, I mean, you know, I wanted to act yeah. well I wanted to
1: perform and do something. I don't know. Yeah. I think
0: well, you're very you're very good. I would have, I'm surprised you haven't acted. Well, That's
1: nice of you to say, thank you, no, but no. I haven't I haven't done it before. Look what I just did there. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> I was acting like I didn't care, (laughs) but I did. I've spilled some alcohol. (laughs) It's (laughs) a valuable beer. We can get you more beer if you need more beer. So I'll ask you an emergency question because there has been an actual emergency of some beer. That could. I've just been watching uh, Final Destination Five on uh, as I've been touring. I've been in Hull and uh, Cardiff, been driven around, so I've been watching terrible films. Which one is the fifth one? It's when they are in a. Have you seen them all? Uh, I think I have, but you know what, at the end of Final Destination 5, they show clips of every single other Final Destination film, everyone being killed, What's and I barely th- recognised any of the actors in it. What's Final Destination 5? F- they're on a is it? coach. Is it, is it the Final Destination? Uh, it's called Final Destination 5. It's actually called V. Uh, they're on a coach that's on a bridge. Don't want to give too much away about the plot. <laughs> but they escape from the coach, but... Why don't get about the we'll get onto this in a minute because when you ask, but why don't get about the final destination films is why does fate allow the person to see a vision of what's going to happen if you're not allowed to change fate? That seems to be the mistake fate has made there. If people have to die when they've got to die, don't show them what's going to happen because they'll run away. I
1: think that that is just coincidence. Okay, I think the fact that uh, fate hasn't shown them, future, yeah, it's just fate. That's yeah. fate, that they're going to die. Yeah. But what's happened is that just just so happens that all five times that's happened, yeah. there's just been someone involved in that accident that happens to be able to see in the future.
0: Yeah, okay. That's my understanding of the <laughs> That makes more sense of it. Uh, but now, because when you, I don't really, I don't know why I watched it because I hate stuff like that because it's all about people having their eyes sliced out and knives flying into their faces and,
1: and I hate that. The
0: second one's really good. Which one's the second one? I think,
1: I think the second one is when the fence explodes and it goes... Th- Not many I fans of Final really Destination. Just, you're just comedy
0: fans, aren't you? Final Destination uh, franchise is very interesting. There is a... Uh, to give you quite a big spoiler about Final Destination 5... Should I do that? Yeah, I will. Uh, if you want to watch, if you haven't seen Final I Destination don't think I've 5... I not seen yet, Final Destination 5. Don't 5. listen to this, then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: At the end I'm the only person that's interested in at this. The end of <laughs> you could have
0: told me this in the dressing room. <laughs> at the end of Final Destination... That's what I like about this podcast. We're allowed to talk about what interests us and so no one else cares.
1: You're ruining it for the only person that cares.
0: At the, end, at the end of Final Destination 5, Nick, I don't want to ruin it for you, but they get on a plane flight... And then it turns out. Yes, it's the one from the original,
2: right? Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: someone's already ruined it for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even like that franchise very much. I don't.
0: So. But, but the point I was going to make is now, having watched that, every time anything like a little accident happens, and some like has happened there, some liquid drips on the floor, I'm just imagining that we're all going to get electrocuted and something terrible is going to happen. So it's a terrifying uh, film. Don't watch it. Oh right. That's my advice, because I've sported for you. People are started talking over there because they don't like the. They final hate
1: polarisation. Uh, they yeah. come I mean, it was amazing because this is as bad as it gets. Yeah. So really, when that spilled, yeah. I had a premonition <laughs> that the next five minutes of everyone's life is going to be wasted.
0: <laughs> uh, you could have uh, stopped us talking about right, it. Guys, we're <laughs> all right, guys. It's, it's fine. Um, I will ask you an emergency question because there's literally been an emergency. Um, <laughs> so that woman finds emergencies amusing. <laughs> I don't think she should. Uh, Would you rather have a hand made of ham or an armpit that dispenses sun cream? The ham is edible (laughs) and you can nibble it a bit and it'll grow back. But if you ate the whole hand in one go, that would be the end of your hand. The sun cream is just enough for your own personal use for a year what well quali- you know for it as we go you can't sell it what quality ham because
1: sometimes you get a lot of like <laughs> gristle and uh, you get like the, the white
0: bits that go through it yeah and the end. it would be third best quality ham <laughs> from the very best ham yeah because you yeah. can get like no, one, no. One, it same. wouldn't be the very best because you know that it would... wouldn't be like your palmer no it's not well that's ironic isn't it <laughs> <laughs>
2: Because I have a Palmer <laughs> ham.
0: Yeah. Uh. You can have you can have that one if you want. You can stick that in your. That's the kind of joke. Yeah. Like that's this. that's
1: what I'm calling my next show. Palmer. Palmer ham. <laughs> 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 Nicky, I've just got a Palmer ham. who <laughs> wants a nibble uh, That'll be my catchphrase. <laughs> it's fucking good, Rich. It's writing itself.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and, uh, so yeah, it'd be nice ham, but it wouldn't be like cheap ham. But it wouldn't be like you
1: know the best. Would be the but, best. Okay, the so best. it's the third best, right? Yeah. But out of a category of ten or
0: five or out of all the hams, all the hams,
2: yeah. it's
0: the third best ham.
1: I'm I never going to my heart, so it'd be the hand of ham, all right? It's a- <gasps> Hang on, that's not good enough. It would be <laughs> sun cream. <laughs>
0: Uh, do the sun cream. Yeah, sorry. people have a lot of fans of the sun creaming. You have got to look after your skin. You do. Yeah, even in the UK, you can get some, uh, some, some you know, sun cancer. There's, there's a little <laughs> sun cancer. It, yeah. yeah,
1: you can get sun yeah, cancer. You can get sun, yeah. sun cancer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's cancer of your own sun. So be careful. <laughs> if you. <'cause laughs> Your, your semen can be affected by the sun rays, if you're not... And then you have a child, and that child will have cancer. And when that happens, I'm going to come and laugh for you. <laughs> I'm going to seek you out. Come and go, did I warn you about that? <laughs> OK, so you're apparently... You're like a really cunt shrimp who kid. <laughs> <laughs> It was quite nasty as it was. Uh, if you had a penis that could travel through time in a little glory hole, yeah, could go anywhere in history and go into anywhere in history, where would you put your penis in history? Um,
1: any, anywhere about a thousand years ago. Anywhere? Because like, people have grown, haven't they, over the years? Yeah. They'll be smaller back then. Yeah. So proportionately, it would look impressive, not it? <laughs> They go, put the pyramid down, look at that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Your grasp on history is not great, I have to say. All 300 years ago, it did not matter, not matter to me.
1: Anywhere where hands, vaginas, <laughs> and men's bum holes were smaller.
0: Um, so a kindergarten... <laughs> <laughs> am I <laughs> good question you're still your age you oh, can go no. back to that <laughs> island in Indonesia where the hobbit people were how about that is it in Indonesia where they discovered the uh, come on people be with me they discovered the new human species of little hobbit people in Indonesia or something you're nodding you know what I'm talking pygmies. about pygmies they weren't pygmies they were uh, happy tea flores or something they're called well there's no need for time travel though, just go there now. Well, no they're, dead. they're not there anymore They died about eight thousand years ago. I go eight thousand years ago. (laughs) I'm just guessing.
1: Even better.
0: Um, Okay, I'll ask. We need another emergency question to get us out of the emergency questions, which have gone, which have gone badly. I thought. To be honest, I thought this. I've got quite bad writing. I'll tell you what I thought this said. Did you have gonorrhea as a teenager? (laughs) (laughs) What is it? Did you go travelling as a teenager? <laughs> the misreading is a much better question. It's weird because that's how I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a year off or gap year and go away? And is this is an emergency the question? Yeah. But the other one was...
1: <laughs> if you could put your dick anywhere in time. Yeah. And it then was. if you had an armpit with sun cream yeah. and, a, and this but is, did they, you go travelling when you were younger? <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, it's tailing enough isn't it, it? Is. In quality? You've got to mix it's, up with the emergency questions. Yeah. Do you want another one? Um, um, no, well, I have you ever put anything down your urethra? <laughs> and have, you, have you ever done that? <laughs> have you ever tried that? So I
1: didn't have a passport until I was 25.
0: LAUGHTER um, <laughs> We have established that you weren't really a, a travelling person. Uh, what is it like being Nick Helm? That is an emergency question that made Stephen Fry not that... Equal. I asked him, what's it like being Stephen Fry? <laughs> oh, right. yeah. What's it like being Nick Helm? Uh, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> to be honest, that isn't as good as Stephen Fry's what was answer. Ste- what was Stephen Fry's answer? Well, he kind of went into... He said he yeah, had quite a nice life, but then he'd had some problems in the previous year and then he admitted to something nasty that happened to him.
1: <laughs> How fucking lazy are you? Download the fucking podcast! <laughs> fucking download his fucking podcasts. Alright? Alright? Unless you are Stephen Fry, alright? Alright? But download his fucking podcast, listen to that, alright? It's not, not even reading!
2: <laughs>
1: Fuck you! It's fucking annoying, being Nick There's <laughs> always some kind that comes along, which is to fucking talk about Stephen Fry <laughs> and his
0: tough year. Yeah, a very tough year. <laughs> it's more than tough. So, you, uh, we'll go, we're back to the proper questions now. We did very well with the emergency questions. I can't believe that. Oh, I'm annoyed now, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? It's the best tackle ever. What? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, it's just what you, he, didn't even, he didn't even pick up that. That's how stupid that man is. Not picked up a newspaper. Um,
1: not going to tell you. Oh, go on. That's what he said to you the, back.
0: That was brilliant. Yeah. That was brilliant. He did the John Lundson. Oh, yeah. go on. Yeah, no, he didn't. Someone else did. Oh. I, I set him up for it. <sighs> we'll just edit this bit. I set him up for it. <laughs> We're going to edit to make you look more embarrassed. <laughs> it will just
1: be you asking questions and then silence from me. And then every time I said something that was passably amusing, then you'd just fade out all the laughter. And then even more people
0: would think I'm a cunt until so I do countdown again. That sounds good. That, that um that countdown. You grew up in St Albans. Uh yeah. Or oh, you lived in St Albans. I lived in St Albans. Yeah. How was it? Because I went there recently. We were looking We thought we might move there, but I don't think we're going <laughs> to. Now I've heard that you <laughs> were there as a teenager. I think... With your uh, gonorrhea. I think... <laughs>
1: I, I, I mean, good or bad, I think the re- a lot of the reason I am the way I am today is yeah. because of... St Albans.
0: St Albans. What? What, uh, what particularly about St Albans you as you are. Why, why don't you want to live in St Albans? Well, I kind of do, but it was slightly... Don't want to offend any of the listeners in St Albans. My mum and dad live in St Albans. OK, so it was, they will listen, it was, but they don't like you anyway. It, so. was, uh, <laughs> it was just slightly full of cunts. Oh, that's the, it's just like a place... Where'd you go? The cross keys? Uh, uh, we went... Uh, <laughs> No, it was, um, to be honest, I don't think we'd be able to live in St Albans because it's really expensive and no ho- there's no houses for sale because they get, they, they get snapped up straight away. They have had quite the
1: boon in recent years.
0: I liked it. There's a lot of things I like about St Albans. We used to be a massive, fuck-off uh, Roman city there. And Ooh, that is still... Zidane. And they that is still... I mean, there's nothing there, but they haven't built on top of it. If you
1: want to live in St Albans, yeah. you've got to know... Uh, three things Okay. Uh, there's a clock tower Yeah. there's a waffle house <laughs> and market day is Wednesday and Saturday
0: <laughs> I'd probably find those things out if I went to live in
1: thing. So well you, you don't need to find them out now you're way ahead of the rest um, it, it was fine it's an, it's, it's, it's an, I was born um um uh, in St Bartholomew's in London okay. and I grew up in Finsbury Park yes just off Blackstock Road and that was a lot of fun yeah and uh and we were like we were young back then yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was great it was great and uh, and we went to I went to a, a school with my sister we went to a very multicultural school and uh it was good and I didn't know what Christianity was, <laughs> and at school we used to sing uh, Beatles songs and all the teachers, you know, you know, everyone was happy, it was great, and it was only about, it was me and my mate, and then I had, we, were in a, we were in a little gang of about eight of us, mm. and there was only me and uh, this other guy that were white, and everyone else was like everything, it was yeah. great and then we moved to St Albans everyone was white and it was kind of like and then they were all reading these books and it was just like what the fuck is that Town? what's that and it was it was Bible Town I didn't even know how to say the word Bible when I you know Um, we moved from St Albans because it was in the mid 80s and people uh, started uh, they started threading uh, syringes through our chicken wire fences at school. You know, on the playground fences, and yeah. we'd, we'd come into school in the morning. We'd pick up syringes and have sword fights with them. <laughs> and they had to have assemblies and they said, "Don't do that." <laughs> and we like, oh, all right. And, uh, and uh, no, I don't think that was the reason. I think it just took too long to commute from one end. <laughs> we had a really nice. There was a really nice, like big, big house in in London, just yeah. off. Uh, that's not One of them, like, old Victorian houses yeah. that were falling apart. So, like like I never I've never forgiven my parents yeah. for moving me to Albuquerque. So, I moved back to um, London, and then I moved to Brighton for a year. And it was you the first like, year of
0: my entire life, and then I moved back to. If you were like Jesse in Breaking Bad, you'd have bought the house you grew up in. Yeah. So, just to fuck off your parents, and then had to, you know, take we're, loads of drugs. We're not
1: all on the same season, Rich. No. So, okay. um, <laughs>
0: So that sounds like don't move to St. Albans. No, it doesn't really. Well, it does. We went for, <laughs> we <laughs> well, got there, we it? went to a Thai restaurant. It wasn't that, it was in like a was really it like, Thai square? Yeah, no, might, I don't think it was, it might have been. It's in a really old building... So it's kinda so it like it a
1: street that's near the cathedral.
0: Yeah. There's a couple of Thai yeah. restaurants there. Well it's they. like in a really old building and there's like a nice sort of medieval fireplace in there. And I liked it, it was all fusion of Thai stuff. But then we sat down, there was no one in there, and then loads of six formers came in and started having their lunch and they always You will get that in places. Spoil it for us. I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> it, oh, that it is. I think that is so around you have the be, corner what kids go to a, a Thai restaurant for their school, their dinner. <laughs> Only kids from St. Alban's Oh we'll go to the Thai restaurant. it. Have some hot dog and chips out of a van in the back of the school. Don't come to a Thai restaurant and ruin it for me and my wife. It's 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 nice that
1: they're embracing different cultures these days. <laughs> it's, it's, they are very. It's a sort of different, fun, it's different world
0: than the nineteen eighties.
1: St Albans was fine, but I, you know, you know, I you know, I just didn't I didn't choose it at the time.
0: No, you're not going back.
1: I'm going back on Saturday. <laughs> <Same> <laughs> is that? You've got to be, when's this coming out?
0: <laughs> In the future.
1: Oh, yeah, fucking cunt. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going back on Saturday. I'm going back on Saturday so, okay. yeah. It's nice. It's always nice going back, but yeah. at the same time. Tell you what, last time I went back to St Albans, I went back at Christmas, right? And, like, the, the pilot had come out, and I'd just done another pilot and I'd done, uh, I'd done a bit of some pieces on TV, but um, I'm, what's it like being Nick Helm? Um, I'm not, it's no different from how it's always been, right? which is you know, I get very depressed, and I get very panicky, and I feel like I'm out of my depth all the time. And I just have a horrific need to be liked by people. (laughs) And through trial and error, I found out the best way to do that is to call strangers cunts every night, right? (laughs) And and, and I went back to St. Albans, and uh, and there was a big group of us out, and uh, and I offered, you know, not like everyone, but we were all drinking together. I said, you know, who wants a drink, right? And there were. There was uh, there were two girls who I'm friends with, and they said, no, we're all right. And there's one girl that I've never really known, let's say. She's like an ex-girlfriend of a friend. And uh, she asked for a glass of Prosecco. And I'm like, in what world is that acceptable? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But she kind of, it was like... Checkmate, motherfucker. <laughs> and it was like, fine. So I got her a glass of Prosecco and, you know. And then somebody said something at a table and someone's brother came over. And uh, and I was like... Um, and we were all t- chatting. And I laughed. And I laughed because we were all around the table. And, <laughs> and the guy just looked at me and said, nobody cares that you're famous, right? And I was like... <laughs> but I laughed. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I'm not even saying I. I wouldn't even you know, I'm not. Yeah. I, I wouldn't describe myself as that or anything, and I'm not. And um, and then uh, I, I was walking down the street on my way home. Uh, this is this is Christmas Eve, right? And uh, this is all Christmas Eve. And I was walking on my way on the way home, and there's a pizza restaurant, uh, and it sells pizzas for two ninety nine. They sell seven inch pizzas. You can have any three toppings you like and they give you a can of Coke, right?
0: I'm moving then. It's fucking...
1: <laughs> right? And me and my, me and my best mate, uh, every Christmas and New Year, we'd literally go out and we'd get absolutely hammered until three o'clock in the morning. And then on the way home, we'd sort of ruin Christmas by the first thing we eat was this fucking $2.99 pizza on the way home. And he did, he's got married and he's had a baby... And, his, um, and he didn't come back this year. So on my way home, there was this 290... There was this sign, I was feeling like rubbish and old and all that stuff. And there's this sign saying 299, right, uh, this pizza. And I took a photo of it. Uh, I, I got my phone out and I took a photo of it. And I was sending this phone. I was drunk and I was kind of like, oh, I can't really see my phone. And... Um, uh, I sent this text and I said uh, oh Christmas isn't the same without you yeah because it's like oh we used to go out and eat pizza every year and it was fucking pathetic but it's nice <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to send it and then I had this man just like a, this like kid with his girlfriend and they were standing like in my periphery but I didn't associate with me he went oh grandad right like, I was like and then he, I only it again he went grandad I was like and then he said it maybe five times, right? And I was like, Henry, I think he means me, right? <laughs> And like, I mean I'm feeling old I'm feeling fat I'm feeling old I've given up smoking right and I get yeah. put on loads of weight and I, I was feeling fat and old and I was like round my only friends on Christmas Eve were like all right like several years younger than me and I was doing my best to fit in and it was like oh and then they were like I was like oh and then he called me grandad again I was like oh no and then I was walking down the road and he started shouting it after me like grandad grandad and I was like oh and I had to wait at the and I pressed the button, I was waiting across the so, cross, and he goes, "Grand," and, and then I suddenly stopped and went, Does he mean uncle? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> and he did! And like...
0: <laughs> so, that's what it's like being a captain. It is. <laughs> so, You're constantly mistaken uh... for Clive Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> so he thinks that in the programme, <laughs> you're that child's granddad. Yeah. I just think he panicked yeah, and weird, he went, yeah, yeah. weird. I think you should make that. You're a kid's weird granddad. <laughs> he's still a layabout. That would, be good. That would work
1: for him. <laughs> By the time he's a granddad, he'll have to be a layabout. And that like, yeah. mm. Oh, that's depressing. Oh. Well, I'm sorry, people who to you. No, it's you fine. I, just, I think it's a funny story, because you eventually... But you, you work, but you work through these awful things <laughs> yeah. that happen. It's like, you know what I mean. You do, but you, it's like, I was in St Albans and I thought, I'll give this a go. And then I was bored and I was depressed and I was working a data entry and I thought, i would give stand-up a go. Yeah. So, this is a hobby. And you don't... Ex- well, I didn't expect it to take me
0: anywhere. And now look at me. Now look... <laughs> So you've been, you've been <laughs> licked on the belly by your, What I'm assuming is your comedic comedic hero. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm assuming. I'm just making that assumption. But you have you actually been going up to Edinburgh for a ridiculous length of time for a man who is actually not very old. <laughs> I will I will add that. Uh, you uh, certainly not agree you could you might you could probably logistically be a granddad, but you'd have had to start quite early. Legally 16. Yeah.
1: Don't pause after that. <laughs> that just made it sound sinister, didn't it? If, uh, yeah, I could, I could be a granddad now uh, if I'd have had a kid when I was 16 and yeah. my kid had had a kid at 16. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to give the game away.
0: I'm
1: <laughs> 33. You <So,
0: laughs> could be a granddad of a one year old child. Uh, so, um, uh, ooh, uh, ooh, uh, what was I going to say? I'm not that old. No, you're not that old. But so you've been with Edinburgh for, since 1997?
1: Yeah. yeah, well, the good thing about going to St Albans was that my drama teacher at my school um, uh, decided to take our school play up uh, in 1997, so we were all 16. Well, we weren't, actually. There were six formers that did it as well, for year 11. And we went up to Edinburgh for a couple of weeks, I think, and we did Romeo and Juliet at, in Edinburgh and that was good. who were
0: you in Romeo and
1: Juliet I was the prince <laughs> the oh yeah Julia. the yeah. prince that's not a Prince name. Aeschylus is his name oh, okay. but every time you say I was Prince Aeschylus everyone goes picking your part up are you it's just like no you thinly red cunt <laughs> that was his fucking name <laughs> what, what? What,
0: does, what does Prince Aeschylus do I don't remember he, he comes
1: on at the beginning he goes uh, he does uh, the speech at the beginning he does the speech at the end so right. he's the one that says for never was the story of more well than that of Romeo and his oh fuck um, <laughs>
0: But he's the one, he's the one that... I've watched this production. <laughs> there was the no story of my than Romeo. Oh, fuck.
1: Uh, and he does, and he, he, does the, he does the bit of the yeah as well. Yeah. He, goes, yeah. he breaks up all the fights, basically. He comes along and goes, oh, we Stop fighting. Yeah. <laughs> he's great. Um, yeah, so I, 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 yeah, I did that. Yeah.
0: And then, and so, when did you start into stand? I saw you. I you. Then um, I just met my wife before she was my wife. Mm. The first uh, summer we had together was she was doing a show with you as a comedy o'clock. Comedy o'clock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah we did a show uh, I did a show with uh, Hannah George Katie Wilkins and Richard Bond in Edinburgh I start, so so. I did my first Edinburgh in 97 yeah. and then I wrote my sh- first show in 2001 I did 97 98 99 took a year off mm. 2001 I, wrote, I missed it so I wrote my first show did another one in 2002 took a year off missed it again wrote another show in 2004 took a year off couldn't afford it and then I've done every year since 2006 so in total I've written about 22 Edinburgh shows It's pretty impressive yeah considering I'm... no one fucking knows who the fuck I am like, <laughs> but um, except for Grandad and, uh, <laughs> and uh, so I did a show in 2007 which is 10 years after my first one uh, with uh, Katie Wilkins uh, Hannah it George. was
0: 2008
1: was it 2008 yeah so so 2007 I did a show with Grony McGuire and Sarah Campbell and then the year after I did it this is just watching a man remember this You <laughs> <laughs> um, can
0: look at Wikipedia you did a show with. I did.
1: it was called Comedy O'Clock and I, yeah. I, I compared it because I couldn't compare
0: yeah. So I I did it so yeah, that you, could, you
1: couldn't I nah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> um I no, cause you came to see it once and I did. um
0: and uh, it was called Comedy O'Clock. Because my I, my girlfriend was in it, it would have been rude yeah. not to come.
1: So that doesn't always happen. No, it's true. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> and come, I I because I'd start I'd go uh, what time is it? And everyone would go and I'd go it's comedy o'clock, motherfuckers and that was how we kicked it off it was brilliant and I had one joke and we were all very nervous because you were in and uh, uh, and uh, I had a joke and I can't remember what the joke was now but I said it and you laughed and that yeah it's never oh, this is vomit it was, worthy isn't it, we we all, it you don't right. know what I'm about to say right <laughs> you laughed and I said fuck you you patronising cunt <laughs> I've never forgiven you for that support <laughs> um, <laughs> No, it was very, very nice of you to come along yeah.
0: it was, it was, uh, You know, it's nice to support the young comedians one of whom I was having sex with <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thanks for that Which one is a good question <laughs> It was Nick Helm, I'm one, one of whom I would one day lick the belly button off. The licking
1: wasn't so bad. It was the finger fucking. Yeah, it was, that was uh, it.
0: Was weirdly that was worse, wasn't it? But you did a show. It's with, not weirdly. It was definitely uh, what do you worse. you think that licking a man's belly would be worse than putting a finger in his belly button? You would think that, but you know, you would be wrong. I have done this. I've I've also blown a raspberry on uh, Greg Davies' belly as well. I've done a lot of... It's almost like I just make up these things, (laughs) put them up myself, just so I can touch the bellies and kiss the bellies of slightly fat comedians. Because I can't do... (laughs) Because as hard as I try, I can't do my own belly. Got the end of my cock in, but the... uh, the, uh, have you ever tried to suck your own cock, Nick Helm, talking of licking your own belly? Uh, yeah, of course I have. Yeah, how
1: did you get on? Because <laughs> you've asked me this before. Yeah. 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 And it was a really good response. Oh, can I was so
0: to say it again. Okay, do it again, because no one will Oh, you can't do it I again. Know. Then. Have you ever tried to suck your own cock? Of course I have. What, how, how did you get on? Well, I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> good obviously not as good as I remembered it I mean, <laughs> that is a fucking five alarm fire that one <laughs> it's good that we've got a bit uh, but well you, you interestingly because you had some um, you know you, you the last couple of years you've been nominated for the uh, big award the big award at, in Edinburgh but in Edinburgh you also had like in the 2000s you had some shows that got like one star reviews you did a show with Josh Widdicombe and James Acaster <laughs> yeah. and you which yeah. are like three of the actual the biggest names in you know upcoming comedy now
1: <laughs> three of the biggest names in uh, <laughs> upcoming uh, comedy <laughs> uh, yeah, me James and Josh me James Acaster and Josh Riddicom yeah. did a show together and uh, and there's two venues in it there was there's the, the Voodoo Rooms which is a free fringe venue which mm-hmm. is fucking brilliant right? people you know Carrie Ed Lloyd did that uh, a couple of years ago and she got nominated before it was the in thing to yeah. go and see Free Fringe Shows and nominate them. Um, and uh, yeah, like the, it was great. And then there's another bar called the, the Voodoo Bar. <laughs> um, and that is <laughs> pretty much in Glasgow. And, uh, <laughs> and you just keep walking away from the town centre. And, and we were doing it, we were flying it for about two weeks. And uh, it was only three weeks, the festival. We were flying it for like two weeks. And then someone came along by chance and said, oh, what are you doing? It's just like, oh, we're doing a show. And he went, not here. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're doing a show. Oh, you don't want to be doing it here. It's like, well, why not? And he goes, well, these three roads that you're on, yeah, they're called the Bermuda Triangle, right? Because nobody knows that they exist, right? <laughs> and this road that you're on here is the quietest road of all three of them, right? <laughs> and that was where we were for a month, right? And we were, like, doing these shows every day, and, uh, and the, the guy... There was a show on before us, but often what would happen was the person that owned the bar, he would have only just opened, and when we got there, it still smelled of bleach, which meant that... Because he'd cleaned
0: everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, he wasn't disposing of bodies, yeah. bodies. That's it's what you're not thinking. Of lime! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: but that would be more to do with the Picardi, because lime <laughs> is different from lime. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so, uh, he, yeah, so it smelled of bleach when we went in. And it was really good because uh, there was like a specials board, but they'd spelt it wrong. And it said spiels. <laughs> and we loved that. Oh, fuck off, you're odd. Uh, we got like, he's asleep. Um, and he's like, I don't want to be here, mate. <laughs> um, and uh, it was. <laughs> Hold on. It, it was. <laughs> <laughs> don't oh. wake him up. Don't wake him up. Nick Hilm's anecdotes. Fuck me. I'm not an anecdotal comedian. This is fucking. This ain't right.
0: Jesus Christ. She's hiding his identity. That's why. That's that's the most worrying thing about it. I don't think you're. You know. We cannot show that if you're having an illicit affair. But if you're having an illicit affair, it's not going very well, darling. <laughs> Unless it's going really well. You've just been wanking them off. Oh. <laughs> Tired, mate. I'd love to be asleep now. No. I've got to fucking work here. Yeah? I love just be having a little rest. <laughs> Do carry on. If you, if I get asleep with mine, you're talking. I might sort of be half dreaming about what you're talking. That's Thank what you. I imagine is happening to that. What's amazing is he hasn't even woken up. <laughs> I think he might, I think he might be dead. That's why she's hiding his idea. I think she might have murdered him. Maybe it's a weekend at Burnley scenario. (laughs) He's not dead though, is
2: he?
1: (laughs) Is he dead? That could be the only reason to not be paying full attention to my Spiels anecdote. (laughs) I mean, it's funny when you see it written down. (laughs) Which of course, he never will. So, um, thanks for saving me actually with that wanking stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it was a really, it was a really bad gig. Um, <laughs> so did anyone
0: It was bad come... gig.
1: It was bad gig. Uh, bad, bad gig. And uh, yeah, so we got like a few people in. Uh, and the day that we had, uh, we had four comedians that came to see us, and or maybe it was three comedians, and they all sat in the th- front row. It's a tiny little place and it was like filled with broken glass and dreams <laughs> um, and it was filled, and there was a big bucket at the back of the room which re- and we didn't realize it was there for a few weeks and then by the time we got to it it was like, and it was just a bucket huge it was like one of them old baths you know those metal oh yeah yeah a little tin bath yeah and uh, it was filled to the brim with stagnant water um, and people had just been breathing that in for the whole time and when you went down the corridor you went down these stairs and it was like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and <laughs> you go in this room it was this bar and there was like you know light fittings on the wall that had been shattered and there was like three kind of poofs to sit on and there was some wooden chairs like an odd collection of chairs and uh, James A. Acaster I think um he kind of like, there was no microphone for that venue, so he volunteered his microphone and that got stolen. Yes. <laughs> and so there was no microphone for the venue. It was tiny though, it was like, it was, it was uh, you know, you could fit about 10, 10 people in there. And then the, and to top it all off, it was just awful for a whole month to be there. I think this is my month. And mm-hmm. then for, uh, it's the, literally to this day, it's the worst... Room I've ever been in, you know, let alone venue, right? <laughs> and to top all of this off, for some sort of, you know, uh, sarcastic decoration, they'd put up uh, three kind of like partially deflated balloons <laughs> on the wall, as if to remind you that once their working times <laughs> here. But something tragic happened at a birthday party and no one's been back since. And we did this thing, so we had three comedians on the front, three or four comedians on the front and this one quiet girl at the back. And uh, the gig went badly. And what would happen was, um, I think Josh compared, James... Uh, went on first and then Josh compared and then I was the safe pair of hands. so uh, (laughs) I'd go on and um, I still do it it's kind of like my act is that I pretend to have a breakdown and uh, that's kind of that's fine when people laugh (laughs) right but when they're not laughing <laughs> it's just theatre right and it's the most depressing theatre you've ever seen and it was just me in this horrible room with three three of my colleagues you know three comedians on the front row just staring me out and this one girl at the back who we didn't know but she kept making notes <laughs> and, it like, and it turned out she worked for three weeks and she gave us a one star review Aww. and uh, no it's fine um, because we're all over it that's why I don't talk about it anymore um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like me James and Josh Middicom and uh, and uh, so we quite rightly thought we've done quite well in the last couple of years, I think it's time to uh, put our demons to rest so uh, we did um, we did a show at the McCullough Comedy Festival uh, where James and Josh had decided that they'd improvise uh, for it uh, and then that just fucking culminated in just three people <laughs> shouting at yeah. a scared audience for an hour. <laughs> right. So that was shit. Um, and then we decided, after you did the lyric, you stopped doing the lyric. Yeah. And when you stopped doing the lyric theater, me, James, and Josh took over your mantle of the right. lyric theater. And, uh, and we said, well, yeah, right, we'll do uh, A Caster. Helm and Whitaker <laughs> live at the Voodoo Bar. We'll show her. We'll show her. We'll even call it the same thing, and uh, we called it Voodoo Nights actually. Right, right. Uh, and we did it, and uh, they said because they did a show together after this awful one-star show that we did. But they did a show together where um, uh, they just went on stage, it was like Patel and Skinner Unplanned, where they took suggestions, from me. they just chatted with each other, they're great at improvising and doing stuff, I'm not so much, I kind of like need to know what I'm doing before we go on. Um, and, uh, so they have all of these skills together, and they were kind of like, well we're going to go on at the lyric, and we're going to kind of improvise, and then you're going to come on, and do what you do, Nick. You'll just shout at people. And I was like, well, you are kind of like undermining me a little bit. Was a little bit more thought to that than that. And, um, and I did it. And it went very badly. <laughs> and, uh, uh, people, people absolutely hated us, but mainly me. And then afterwards, uh, I was in the bar with James and Josh and uh, uh, my friends and family. And it had gone badly, and I'd known it had gone badly. And this man came up to me, and he was incensed. He was so angry. He was so angry. And we we started at six, um, in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely meant afternoon, and, but we we started at six, and uh, and uh, and the idea was that you know it's Sunday night, so people can go off and do something else afterwards, and. Uh, yeah, so this
0: guy came up to me. and goes, "That was the worst. I mean, you're
2: rubbish. You're rubbish.
1: You're rubbish." But I'm not exaggerating. He came up and he shouted at me in front of like, and I was just, I'm a normal human being, really. You're rubbish. You're rubbish. And I was like, I, "Yeah, well, I appreciate it." I didn't goes, "That was well tonight, you know." Uh, I'm not, you know, but I didn't apologise. I appreciate it, but but James and Josh were all right weren't they that right? point goes yes they are because they're comedians they know what they're doing like, that was what was that that was nothing that was what you're 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 awful you're rubbish and it's like my family there and i and I'm just there going well you know I mean uh, uh, I wouldn't put it that way exactly, it (laughs) does normally go a lot better. And uh, then he walked off, and he was so angry that he couldn't walk off. And he stopped, and he came back again, and said... (laughs) And I said, all right, because I don't want to make enemies. He said, we'll put it this way, right? It started at 6, it's 9.30 now, right? You didn't enjoy tonight, but there's still time to go off and do something that you really do enjoy, right? And that was like pouring paraffin. (laughs) onto a bonfire and he goes I'm
2: never coming back here again I'm
1: signing a complaint that's what we did the week after you left alright um, and then uh, and then we went and did it and then I went out for dinner with everyone and that was silent <laughs> and then we did it one more time and then we couldn't do it anymore it was, it was oh. embarrassing it was embarrassing so well done
0: for sticking out sticking that out for so long there uh they used to very, do you they were, talk they were, about the time I was bullied in the. Uh... <laughs> they used a very high standard of comedy at the lyric after what I gave them. So. Uh, yeah, That never. Really. That, never <laughs> that never happened to me. Well, in a way, I started doing that lyric, and then I started doing this because I got fed up of them kind of not giving me enough money to pay the acts properly. So, mm. then I thought I'd just do it myself. Mm. So you know, in the way the lyric, although they destroyed your career, they. This wouldn't be here without them.
1: I, I applied for a job at the Lyric, for, you? you know, when I needed, when I you know didn't have a job mm-hmm. and I needed one. Uh,
0: and did that there. man come and go? You're the worst usher
1: I've ever seen. N- no, no, you couldn't usher anything. I didn't get the job because I was very very depressed at the time and I didn't have any uh, self uh, competence or belief. Mm. And it was like the head of uh, education at the Lyric uh, for education theatre, and I was kind of qualified. And I went in and they said, uh, uh, why do you want this job? And I kind of went, I don't know really. (laughs) And then it went very introspective for about 10 minutes. Uh, uh, and I didn't get it, but I've got the rejection letter. And then when we went back to the lyric, I thought, yeah. Not <laughs> only hey, will I show you for the voodoo bar, right? <laughs> me, A. Castor and are you going to stick it to that one star review in three weeks for the voodoo bar, voodoo nights? I'm going to stick it to the lyric, now you want me. <laughs> and they didn't. And so I guess the thing is, I guess the thing is to never think that you're above yourself, and look back on your past uh, mistakes and failures and think that it was their fault because it is your fault it's always your fault if you fucked up in the past it's your fault (laughs) and if you're still thinking about it now you've learned and you're a success story
0: (laughs) (laughs) for the viewers at home yeah I looked a bit miserable. (laughs) Some of them can see. there's still only one person. If anyone else wants to go to sleep, just feel feel free. Yeah, it's a long old night, isn't it? Still, still still asleep. Well, we have, we, you know, it's getting late. It's I don't even know what day of the week it is anymore. I'm just on the road all the time. It's just a terrible, terrible thing. Um, But uh, we can't, we can't leave it there, Nick. Can we? Can we leave it there? No, we're not. We we wouldn't dare leave it there. Because look, listen. That just awkward silence. <laughs> I, think <laughs> I think it's terrible. awkward. I think they're thinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know what? Let's get a taxi over tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, well, we could we can all just stay here tonight and sleep? I think he might be. Did he do this? Did he fall asleep a lot? Do you know him? Yeah, you do know because you were kind of touching his face and stuff so I mean be...
1: if he... It, look, you
0: know, we all like a laugh,
2: right?
1: But if he is dead, right? <laughs> do pipe up. Because <laughs> we're only going to find out about it later. You, you, can, you can wake him up. I, I don't think you'd really...
2: I tried. I
0: can't wake him up. <laughs> that pr- he, she's tried to wake him up but she can't wake him up. That probably means he is... Is he, like, breathing? Is his heart beating and stuff? Because, you know, if he's... I mean, if ten minutes ago, if ten minutes we got the uh, medics out, we could have saved his life, but...
1: Can you uh, extend one of his fingers, just so it's like pointing, and, um... <laughs> Oh, we've got a volunteer, so okay, here. Right, is he alright? I'm fine.
0: Not you.
2: <laughs>
0: he is just sleeping. Yeah. How long have you known him for? Are you in a relationship with him? Yes, a relationship. Are you? So does he do this a lot or is it just because we. No sleep, he Yeah. He started weekends and he hasn't any really sleep. He should, look, he should probably have stayed at home tonight. He thought, he thought ahead. It's nice. It's make, I'm really tired and I've managed to stay awake. Even through like, his, some of these bits were really boring. And I've, I've stayed fully awake. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh God! Let's should we go? Should we go and have a drink? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> not you, mate. None of you. <laughs> the butlers could come, and the butlers could uh, bring us some drinks. <laughs> <laughs> they would love that. Uh, so yeah, no, there was loads more to talk about. I mean, we—you uh, uh, know—I was going to talk about the, whether the heartbreaking depression you play on stage is real. But I think like that's—we've—we found out it, the, it definitely is.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you
0: know,
2: it's—it's oh,
1: um, it, it's better to find out that it's all true, isn't it? Yeah, than was, it yeah. is to uh, think that I'm just making money off your of fucking—you <laughs> know—mental health issues. Yeah.
0: Are you going to be doing Edinburgh in 2014, The
1: Fringe? I that's mean. this year. Yeah, That's a trick
0: <laughs> yes. I um, just said it in case people were listening in the year 2064 when all these people are dead. And he's dead. Well, one of them is already dead. Yeah, that's it. That's the irony. Here's that laughter from earlier. will people going listening listen to that and last week? That guy's dead now. Yeah, he really is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they can listen to you laughing at him being dead. Go, he actually was dead though. They'll, they'll know he actually was dead, and then they'll hear you laughing. And are you going to be back doing the because? Fr- I'm, di- uh, I'm
1: yeah, I think uh, yeah. You're well, very not busy, really, because
0: you're doing like loads. Of, you're doing your own TV show. You're
1: doing more of Uncle. I'm doing uh, I'm doing a TV, writing a TV show now, and we're filming that in June, and that'll be on in the autumn, maybe. Okay. And. Uh, uh, and then we do doing uncle again and then BBC Three closes and I'm out of a job uh, and I did that um, So I
0: reckon you'll leapfrog on to BBC Two with that, don't you? We may well, I don't I know, think you know.
1: but you so to. for Edinburgh um, I'm not writing a show I was going to do the Free Fringe to have a bit of fun like I did in 2009 but I'm not doing it now <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't have time because I've got to edit my TV show but yeah. um, I'm doing uh, I'm doing possibly doing two dates up in okay. Edinburgh.
0: So. Good. Well, everyone should come see. He's absolutely a fantastic stand-up comedian as well as a very good actor, it turns out. And quite a nice like a like, nice I like you. Quite a nice bloke. <laughs> <laughs> <We> ever... <laughs> look like I like you, you kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then what was
1: the third thing? Quite a nice bloke. Yeah. Oh,
0: bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> quite he's, he's nice in real life. He doesn't say <laughs> cunt to you at all in real life. And it's just like me, I'm very we're very similar. It's almost like you've just seen what I've done, thought, how could I make that commercial? <laughs> 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 I like to think that I've influenced every single comedian when I haven't. <laughs> or influenced any of them? That's
1: oh, I, I, speaking, I saw um, uh, Stuart Lee at oh, that yeah. award ceremony. I was at. And, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, 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 yeah. And he, he was very nice. He hugged my mum when I got an award. Did he? Yeah. So say hello to him when you
0: see. I will. That. Whereas I uh, obliquely called your parents cunts. <laughs> I kind of did that. He yeah. did as well. Yeah, well That's oh, fine. Oh, oh. He's, nice He's a nice guy. He's quite a nice guy. Yeah. I wanted to get talking to John Ronson about psychopaths, but we didn't, <laughs> we didn't get onto that. So I don't know. What, don't know why. Don't know what connected those two thoughts. Uh, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen,
1: <laughs> oh, you can see me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God doing a little uh, modern day Charlie Chaplin based routine there for the uh, people watching on the video will you give oh, yeah. or Should we just stay until one of us falls, falls, oh, so you can say night, that he's he's alive he was alive he was dead and now you he's don't know this but while you were out
1: we extracted some semen out of your testicles <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> what well, I like his face. It's like his face looks like he's woken up after a 50 years. He looks like some kind of hibernating creature that's just... For the listeners of the future, he's not dead yet, but he is dead now. He is dead for you. Just... uh, I think we'll let you go home and get some rest. We were going to do another hour, but I think we'll let you get home and get some rest. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the amazing Nick Held. Thank you for listening to this series. We're back in September with more. Thank you very much. Cheers. Listening to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast with me, Richard Herring, and my guest Nick Helm. The music was by Pest. Thank you to Orange Mark and everyone at the British Comedy Guide. To Rob Sedgibier, thanks for all the work you've done on RichardHerring.com. Thanks to Jason and everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre. Uh, thank you to me. Oh, God, I'm the main one in this. Without me, we couldn't have done this. I am the best. It was produced by Ben Walker. It's uh, as if I missed anything out. It's just. Oh, yeah, thanks to Oh yeah, thanks to Chris Evans, not that one. I got confused because I was thinking of that one. And then I was thinking of the one from Captain America. And then I was thinking of another bloke called Chris Evans I just knew from before. Uh, thank you to Chris Evans and everyone at Go Faster Stripe. Uh, and it, this is a Fuzz Sky Potato Go Faster Stripe production. Thank you for listening to this series. We are coming back with more... I think, in September. So uh, you can go to the Leicester Square Theatre website and buy tickets if you want to come and see those lives. That would be be lovely to see you down here. There will be every opportunity to listen to them for free or for money in the future. Check out richardherring.com to find out what else I'm up to. I'm at the Edinburgh Fringe throughout August. Uh, with uh, my play uh, I Killed Rasputin which I probably won't be in and my stand-up show Lord of the Dance Seti. please book ahead for that I'm in a massive theatre I will be lonely if you don't come and see it Uh, and go to gofasterstripe.com to buy my DVDs or to get series passes or to just make a one-off or monthly donation to us. If you make a monthly donation, you get access to some exclusive clips and monthly prize draws and who else knows what else will happen, but you will also help us make, hopefully, at least a monthly version of As It Occurs To Me. That would be exciting, no. Thanks for listening. It's been good. I'm glad it is over. Goodbye.